say, wow, God is so good. And all in all, you folks, FCC has been with us supporting this work for many, many, many years. So, muchas, muchas gracias. Thank you very, very much. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We go in places, in missions. And there in our Jerusalem, in Guatemala, things are really happening. We're having uh, uh, women's conferences for the women in the village. And they definitely don't have much of the things the ladies have in this country at all. And so everything starts with the basic, but so fast. They, people know how to get and receive what is good in life. What they've been deprived of for so many generations. Now they're getting to know Christ and a better life. Amen? Amen. So it's exciting. And just so looking at you, I, have a, I was thinking also as we were worshiping. You know, this is such a beautiful and wonderful expression of God's heartbeat for this planet. Seeing so many nationalities here. Seeing all the age groups here. There's some baby in the womb still. Raise the hand. Is there a baby in the womb here? Any mama that's suspecting a baby? Oh, one baby in the womb. Let's give that baby a big hand now. There's nursing babies. Children, toddlers, some with their little bear there. I like that bear. <laughs> Teenagers, young people, and those of us that uh, sometime in the near future will be saying goodbye, planet Earth. And we need to think really seriously what is the legacy that we are leaving behind? What are we aiming for? I have many questions today. I'm going to start with two big questions. And it's a why. Just to make a thing. And of course, I try to get out of preaching about children. You know what? I can't. Sometimes, one time, a couple of times, I prepared a wonderful message already. And I stand in front of people. None of it was said. Because it didn't, I wanted to preach of something else. You know what I mean? But God keeps aiming. Keeps keeps moving in us to voice for the children, to be a voice for the children in the nations. And somehow, things are starting to happen big time, and you will hear about it. But the question is why? Why did Jesus say, unless you're born again, unless you become a baby again, be born again, be conceived Nurtured and come into this life of the spirit realm. You are not going into heaven. Why did he say that? He could have said so many things, no? Unless you go to Bible school, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Unless you don't, you give your tithes and offerings, then you will go to heaven if you give tithes and offerings. No, he didn't say any of that. He pointed to expectant mother's womb in the spirit to bring forth new life. Born again. 
Why did Jesus say, unless you become like a child, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven? There's two truths there that are really weighing heavy in the spirit realm right now. I think I said this, but we're a little revolutionaries. Do you still love us? But there's going to be changes coming for us in the churches. And some of us are old that we don't want to let our ways go. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I am old but young at heart. How many young at heart I have here? Let's all say my name. Is Yah. Yeah. Um, we're not blaspheming. We're not using the name of God. Yah means young at heart. When I turned 60, I became Yah. <laughs> but we're going to be leaving soon. And we're leaving a generation behind either of traditionally raised evangelical children or powerful on fire ministers of the living God. What do we want to leave behind faith Christian church? And you know what? Responsibility is here in each one of us. Debbie was saying, oh, if you don't have children, you know, also you are included. I include, and I believe that it will become evident as the time progresses into the last, last, last hour of the last days that everyone single people that never married never had a child we all going to feel the weight of responsibility of doing something on behalf of the little ones the generations that are raising up remember what you probably don't remember but i need a champion here um there's one there's two there's three there's four they're ready there's five Oh, wow, it's going to be very hard. But just, let's start. Let's start with you. Come, come, champion. You with the white shirt. Yes, run. You know what? You. Upstage. Hiya. Up, next step. There. You stay there. Uh, you see, I'm getting shorter. Here. Give me. What's your name? Dami. Dami. Dami? Oh, what's it? That's a new name for my ears. <laughs> D-A-M-Y? M-I. Dami. Oh, that's a great name. All right, Dami. Uh, well, um, you didn't see it, but most of the children raised their hands. because You're not looking at them. I'm looking at them. They're so ready, so willing, so ready to be part of what God is doing in the church. So ready that up to a point it could be frustrating for some of us to see how we corral them away from what God is doing in the church as a whole. Think about it with this, not with this. Okay. Ah, Dami. I like that name. We all have a responsibility, I was saying. Even the older person, the younger person, the teenagers, the youth. We all have to be aiming at them, at the little ones. Because they are... Yeah, you agree with that, Dami? Yeah. Okay, because, because, you know, they are the most influential 
people here. You know what? They will not <laughs> debate my sharing this morning. But some of you will. <laughs> my life. But children here, they will be just, if they get it, if the, spirits, the Holy Spirit starts touching their heart, they won't let their ears or eyes go of what's happening here. And they won't make a debate of it. They won't reason about it. They will just, wow. They will just get it. That's what. That's what is in children. That's why, one of the whys, Jesus said, you must. Oh, let's try the song. You remember that song? You must must become become just like like Pastor John. John. No, you got to say no. Ha. Let's try it again. You must, you must become, become like Super Mario. Ooh. It says, thanks, son. You must, you must become, become just, like just like a child, a child to, enter to enter the kingdom of God. That is my Jesus. Those that know that Jesus belongs to them and is there, Jesus got to say, mine too. Okay, let's train. A little training for us big people, for the yes. That is my Jesus. That mine too is really mellow. It's like mine too, like a little, you know, not, not uh, we are rapids. You, you know the Colorado rapids, the Colorado river. We go and the rock is there. We're past the rock. We keep moving to our destination. That is my Jesus. So we all have an opportunity wherever we are in our lives, with children, with our children, single, young, or old, to be deposited in truth in the kids. And I've done this uh, challenge. I've given you this challenge, I think, years and years ago. I don't know how many of you are doing it. This is the time of the year to be reminded. Uh, who's going to take time for me? Pastor Ray, you have your... Oh, you got a beautiful girl in your arms. Somebody give me time. Take, take time and tell me, uh, go, and I will go. And then when I stop, it times me. Who is that person that has a, a watch, stopwatch or something? Who's helping me? All right, you. Great. Okay, go for it. You tell me, yes, go. And here it is. I am just a regular, a regular uh, person in church. I have no children. But I do have the vision. I do believe when Jesus said, unless you become like a child, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. That I will keep my eyes on children. That I will want to do everything I can to be aiming at those little ones to give them the reality of a living God. Okay, you go now and here we go. Same height. None of this, huh? Mm, mm, mm. This. You can look at me. Oh, look at me again. <laughs> okay, let's go. You still give me time. 
Dami, you are a champion. You know that Jesus created you with a purpose, and it's a great purpose in your life. You are going to bring the word of God to so many people. So be encouraged because he's got good plans for you, okay? He will never leave you nor forsake you. And the bigger you get, the stronger you get, the closer to Jesus, okay? All right. 20 seconds of my life invested in Dami. Okay, Dami, you can go now. No big job, no tiring. You don't need a title to do that. You can just go to any child, any child, and speak life over them quick with faith. Because if you speak with faith, you know what? You're speaking incorruptible seed into the best ground ever in humanity. And at the count of three, I'm sorry because I know that some of you are processing me. I can feel it. But you know what? Just say, we love Super Mario. Please say it. Thank you very much. It's very hard to walk in heaven with the intellect. Very hard. The more you we go into the Harvard, Yale scene, the, the more we separate from the living God because we reason. No? Those universe started with the book, the guide book was the Bible. And now... Mm-hmm. All right. At the crowd of three, there's a different service uh, for the ones that are visiting. <laughs> Don't run away, please. <laughs> Jesus is speaking clearly on these last days about the generation that's going to receive him. It's going to be a church without... Without... And without wrinkle. It's not going to be a religious church. It's not going to be a necessarily a church that is labeled as a one separated from others. It's going to be a one church. Because my Jesus said in the Bible that the glory that you have given me, Father, I have given it to them so that they may be one as you, Father, and I are one. I'm talking the word of God with great love. But we have to press in. We cannot raise a generation of church pure warmers. We cannot raise a generation of just religious kids. I found a teenager once there in Guatemala. Can you believe it? And he was very Christian. And our girls, when we went to the jungle, they would wear pants because, you know, ministering to kids, uh, you want to, to be covered. <laughs> and so this kid started mouthing. He was, he was the waiter. I was having a nice breakfast in a nice hotel. And we talk about Christianity, and he starts saying, oh, you hearts in action, corazones en acción. And he starts talking about that everybody that wears pants is of the devil, and they wear ears is of the devil. Oh, you see a lot of earrings here. 
even in men now. <laughs> you know, you cut your hair, it's of the devil. So we were the devil. And this was a young kid, about 16, 17 years old. The indoctrination of the religious spirit kills. Kills the love and the power and the purpose of God. But there is a generation that is going to raise up and going to be that bride without spot and without wrinkle. That is going to receive the king of kings as he comes back for his bride. And we are here doing the work to train them up. To raise them up in the ways of the Lord. To nurture them with God's word. So they can meet the king of kings. Representing that church that he is coming for. Alright, so at the count of three. And this is unethical in a way. All the children are going to come here to the front. Just stand there. One, two, three children from 12 years under. Come here. 12 years under. Yeah, you are not 13. Alright. You just stand there kids real quick. The mobilization of the church is in precise, urgent timing for it to happen. Come on, if you're a new kid, just come because you're going to get a blessing. All right. Now, I'm going to ask, and uh, this is the part that doesn't really rhyme probably. To some of you, but you still love me. You said it. You're going to ask one adult to come running to a child that you don't know. And you're going to deposit faith words into the heart of this child by speaking life unto that child, girl or boy, for about 20 seconds. You're going to do it. Please don't stay there because you may want to get all warmed up. Just deposit faith. Just plant a seed. Just go to the incorruptible soil that is in the hearts of each one of these children and deposit a word of God for them. And, you know, there's plenty of kids, so many of you will probably stand, uh, get seating. That's okay. But if you have it in your heart to come and deposit seed at the count of three, please, adults, you come and speak life to one of the children that is not yours. One, two, three, come. Arise. Let the church arise. The Bible says rise and shine because the light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And our generation, the adults, is called to bring life to this little kid. To bring a blessing to the children. And to take children as one of the most important targets. One of the most important aims of the church today. You, just, you can climb up, you just move up, whatever. Here, my sweetie. He's going to speak to you. Here, you come here. You want to come here? Wow. We're filling those tanks. We're filling up those tanks. Hallelujah. Children, just receive. I know that's more than 20 seconds. You're working harder today. Hallelujah. Let's give them a hand. Thank you, Father. Okay, children, you may be seated now. You got your portion. Yay. I 
I, I, could, I can say. She's ready. You want to share something, Kenny? Is this, is this something, uh, something real? Is this something necessary in the church, in the adult church, or not? Will Jesus do this? We're going to just see again what Jesus said, because I feel that the scripture of Malachi, that's how she's looking at life for now. But you know what, this little girl? She's got double blessing that we have. She's the church of today. And she's ready to be part of the action. And she's also the church of tomorrow. When we blink, maybe half of us won't be here on this planet. She'll be a teenager. She'll be a 20-year-old young woman in missions. Taking the word of God with force, with power, with love. And then when we blink again, she'll be 40. And 90% of us won't be here, of the adults. And she will continue bearing the light of Jesus in the nations. What's your name? Libby. Libby? Want to share something? What would you like to say? Sure. My mom is here right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's give her a hand. Where's the mama? Okay, mama, come get her. She will rem- we will remember this was her first delivery. My mom is here right now. <laughs> come, mama, rescue me. They're ready. Are you ready, children? I was just at a conference with a thousand pastors in Singapore. And it was about children. 93 nations. Maybe we have 20 or 30 here. There was 93 people that came to this conference. And at the end, the last minute, unexpectedly, on the last part of the ceremony, the closing day, one of the children comes, takes the microphone, and speaks to us in such a way that everybody started to tremble. And that is the time is coming that we're going to hear the voice of the children through the children, and the time is now. I'm glad that we have been chosen To do this job for years. But one day. Soon. We're going to be passing this torch. To these children. And we adults have to be ready. Because it it may not be a conventional. Message. The way we are used to receive. But they did it. These children did it that day. that, That wonderful day. Unexpectedly the Holy Spirit showed. His power. His will. For the generations that are on this planet now. The younger generations. And it was a strong message. That left all of us trembling. And so let's get ready. Let's go. Let's keep going. Uh, let's see. You remember this word? How do you teach a child about the word of God that's powerful? Let's all go. The word. The word. 
hands also please. Everybody's a teacher now. The word, the word. of God, of God. Is, is dynamic. And when we say dynamic, everybody's going to stand up and run like a runner that is running the race and finishing strong, running to win. And then you sit down. One, two, three. The word, the word. of God, God is dynamic. Good. Okay. Alive. Alive. Powerful. Powerful. And sharper sharper. than any two-edged sword. Where is that? Hebrews. Everybody get your spiritual glasses. These are your binoculars that look into the word of God. Hebrews 4. 12. 4. 12. You must become like. Like just a child to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus said it. No more reasoning, please. So let's see. How can I teach a little child these principles of the word just to learn the Bible and want to have a taste of that? The Bible is good. The Bible is alive. I like that Bible. Let's try. The word. Everybody. I see some of you are like, oh, no. (laughs) That's okay. We understand you. But remember, you said that you are a yeah also. Okay, the word of God is dynamic, powerful, alive, and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hebrews 4, 12. Let's give the word of God a big applause here. Who is the word of God? Who is the word of God? I didn't hear it. Who is the word of God? Jesus. Let's change now the word and say, Jesus is dynamic, powerful, alive, and sharper than any two-edged sword. Not even Soros got that. Hebrews 4, 12. Hallelujah. And we go back. You must become just like a child to enter the kingdom of God. You must become just like a child to enter The kingdom of God. I could say there is no time to lose. We heard the message of our president. I say our. Speaking to the gay activists last night. And we are in shame. I don't try to be righteous here. The righteousness of Christ in me. I got a lot changed. I want to tell you, I really want 
to have the child heart developed in me even more and more and more. And I need help. But when you hear the umbrella and the covering of a nation doing what he's doing, we are in shame. Say, but this is the time for us to shine. This is the time for us to come out of the closets. <laughs> this is the time for us to bring the supernatural power of God to the streets of the United States of America. And I'm not running for president. But we need action. The Holy Spirit is ready. And the Holy Spirit wants to use our children. And how is he going to use our children if we don't give him the liberty? Now, the educational system is telling parents that they don't need to know when and how this curriculum of Accepting homosexual behavior in the children that goes to the schools. We don't have permission to know about it as parents. Can we give permission to the Holy Spirit to use our children in the schools? Can we? Church, can we? This is death or life. This is the last time. This is like an Armageddon in the spirit. We're up to here with blood, with shame. Oh, I thought a children's ministry message is all about puppets and clowns and little songs. Tiki, tiki, tiki. No. We need to obey Jesus. This is the most critical message in the church, global church in this whole world. This is the time that the hearts of the father are turning to their children. And the hearts of the children are turning to their fathers. But the fathers must be fathers. It's a challenge. But I think, I believe, we are right on the brink of something. I was, <laughs> I was asking Pastor, Pastor John last night, where is David? Where are the Davids of our day? Don't you see the Goliath? Can't you hear Goliath in TV? Can't you hear that spirit defying the Lord Jesus Christ and the armies, the churches of the Lord? Are you listening? Do we have a stir to do something or we say, or we already have gotten under the complacency of letting it, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be, whatever happens out there, let it be. Are we there? I don't hear that now. I mean, there is something in faith that makes us shake and tremble. And I pushed that button. 
I share with the children. Because you have teenagers here. They like to be in the back, some of them. I invited them to the front. It was so hard. We have fun. They know me. They want to be in front of something in the system of the adults. doesn't provoke them to be in the front. Maybe. But those children are, are ready. God called David to face a Goliath when Saul, the church leadership, not the Pope, but you know, the church leadership was there in front of the giant, trembling every day. And the young man came forward. A kid came forward. Look at the giant. Look at that educational, educational system of this nation. Look at that government and said, you are not going to defy the living God. I come to you, not in my own power, but I come to you in the power of the living God, the Lord of the armies of heaven. And you are going to have your head cut out now. I'm talking in the spirit. Please don't get your machetes. Either something like that happens or we all go, oh, come and cast it down. Well, that's not my problem. I have a good job. My family is okay. I go to church. I give my tithes. That's not my problem. Yes, sir? Yes, sir? That's what you're getting in class? Okay. Here's a young man saying that uh, it's, it's resounding in his heart because he's getting the same teaching in the children's ministry now. But are we telling our children, you are that David that God wants to use in this time and in this season to come and speak out the will and the righteousness of God? Who is speaking the righteousness of God publicly that we can all hear? Why it is when we turn our TVs, everything is, I mean the news. I want some kids to be leading the news. I want some kids to own CBS, NBC, all these great diffusion media uh, companies. You can do it. We can invest in them, can't we? Some kids are maybe a little girl there. She's ready for something more. She's just trying to find her place. Some of these children may be in government in the next, how old are you? 10? Well, 20 years. That's nothing. That's a blink. Click, click. 20 years. He's there. 30. In power. In government. Something's got to happen to turn this thing around. And it has to be supernatural. And you like supernatural. Twilight. All those movies. And don't we all want to see a little bit of that? Because why? We like vampires and we are after darkness. No, because we like to see supernatural. Because we have supernatural embedded right here. And we make them so natural, so religious, that they grow up like that. That, that kid that said, oh, those girls are wearing pants and they are of the devil. <laughs> I'm not looking at you. <laughs> We don't want the generation to rise up, do we? 
Can't we do something? Yes, we can. It's simple. Yes, it is. Do we have to go to college five years and pay $100,000? No, you don't. It's all here in the heart. It's all a God-given message that is just requiring your willingness. You being willing to speak out live like you just did to the children as you find them. And then provoke them to take their places from age 8, 9, 10, 11. To be thinking. Oh, don't talk about that to the children. They're kids. And they're looking at everything else on the hmm? X-Men. Spider-Man. You go to a little three-year-old and you go like this and they... They see it. I don't know how... But they know how to do it. The parents said, well, we don't have a TV. They have friends in school. Okay. Let's pretend that it's a recruiting day. We have a war. And we want to say, all right, folks, there is a plan. God's given us a plan to stand up in this day. For righteousness in our nation. This nation sends so many missionaries. Sends so many missionaries to Africa. To uh, America. Latin, Latin America. And now we're coming back. To shake. The belief. Of Americans. Because. There is a danger. Even in our jungle school. You know those kids. I told you they came with rags. No, they came, oh, and now they look like princesses. A girl looks just like you, beautiful. Well-dressed, nice shoes, coordinated. I say, where do they get those clothes? I think, because I see them. And they are properly carried. Dignity. That is just human. God gave us that dignity inside of us. If you have the opportunity, you get it. But imagine, in the jungle, your dad is not, nothing is happening. Your dad is not there. You, you, your husband, you, nobody helps you with education. And all of a sudden, you are with rags. Right here, we turn this thing around. Click. We've never been in a city. Click. We are in a little village in South America. And we all are like, you know, carrying our sticks of firewood. And yet the opportunity that God gives, when the gospel goes, when the gospel goes to a place, the standard of life changes. Dignity comes back to humanity. But this is what I tell these teenagers. You remind me of one of those girls. They're pretty. Very pretty. You, when you see them, one day when you come in mission trip, you're going to say, oh, wow, Super Mario was right. <laughs> but you know what? I tell them. Because I know the danger, I know the benefit of education, but I also see the danger of education. I know the blessing of the church triumphant and prospering and having all the great revelation of the Holy Spirit. But I also see the complacency of the church that has all that revelation. When everybody has everything they need, we just sit down and hallelujah and go and live our lives Something like that is happening to many in this nation. Many Christians. So, we got to help them, you know, serve them. Okay, guys, you're going to be a great, uh, great uh, governor. But, then, the bigger you get, the more you learn, the wiser and prettier you become. A little girl said, oh, you think, you're saying that I am ugly? He said, no. The prettier you become... The closer to Jesus, okay? Yeah? Give me five.
I can only speak to you. But if I speak from my heart, I, I can say I know that that spirit in this beautiful young lady is listening to it. And he's not saying just yes to nod at me. But there's a yes in the spirit that is marked there. I'm going to pursue that. Wherever I go, however much I have of anything, I'm going to be closer to Jesus. I'm going to be closer to Jesus. The generation of the young people in this church or any church is the generation that has the strength, the life, and the spark to move the church to a new level. And yet, somehow we don't feel it. We don't see it so uh, much displayed. So now, the last scripture I'm going to read, there are so many, but this is what happens when you let the Lord guide you. Let's go to, to uh, Matthew 18 again and again. Number one. Verse 1 says, at the same time, the disciples came. And I want us to make an equation now. This is homework for an, another year. You can think on this. You can prove me or disprove me. And listen, please, carefully. If I am speaking out of myself and I am not right, forgive me and let me know. I have an email. Mario at heartsinaction.org. Mr. Mario, Mario, Super Mario. You know what? I think you were wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. I am just a human being seeking to walk with God. But let's look at this. And let's do this equation now. And let's say, disciple. Let's all say. And you can write it down. The children especially because. Yeah. Disciple, they're going to see it. <laughs> disciple equals apostles. Equals church. So every time Jesus is speaking to his disciples, he's speaking to the apostles of the nations, and he's speaking to the church. And for you and me to really know, there's only one church. Globally, only one church. It's not your denomination, my denomination, we do, you do, no. It's only church. So, Jesus is speaking here to his one church. Will you listen to me? Is what I am hearing from God. Will you listen to me? Will you listen to what the Spirit is speaking to the church in such a time as this? So, Jesus, at the same time, he says, Jesus was there, came the disciples to Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? I gotta be it. You've seen it represented. We've done it here a few times. But every time I touch base in this scripture, another door opens up. I am seeing Jesus speaking to us as a church today more clearly than ever. At one point, I was saying and teaching this 20 years ago that the disciples heard this message. Then one day, it was the apostle, and the apostles heard this message. And then we have apostles now in many churches in this, in this world today. And all of a sudden, the Lord took me. Now it's, it's the church. He's speaking to us here today. Do we have an ear to hear what he's saying? Amen. And here it says, 
And Jesus, say Jesus, Jesus. and Jesus, Jesus. Called, called a little boy. Let's go. It's great to see the kids with their Bible. Yesterday with the teachers, I told them, everybody opens your iPhone to Luke 2.13. Because that time is coming, but it's good to see them with your heart paper Bible. Okay, so Jesus calls a child and he places them among them. The disciples are in a hurry. Jesus is saying, I'm going to go. They're going to kill me. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go. And the kingdom of heaven is coming. And they all want to know who's going to be it. Uh That sound familiar to us big people? So we want to know who we are. Yes, that's okay to know. We all need to know. But not in the plan of Jesus. And then he calls a little child. When the church is asking, hey. Now the pastor John goes. The Lord takes him in 40 years from now. Who's going to be representing this? And then many of us here say, no, me, me, oh, me, not you. And all of a sudden, Jesus is here, and he calls a little child, and he says, Verily I say unto you, I assure you. This is really serious for all of you, church. Except you are converted. Except you're born again. You get converted when you're born again. And, and these are the two questions I started with in the, in the, when I started this message. And, become like a little child. This, become like a child to enter into heaven, was only spoken to the church. It was not spoken to Nicodemus, the Pharisee. It was spoken to the church. The world knows that they have to be born again. And now God is speaking to the church through a child person, a child's heart. And he says, unless you become like a child, you be converted, born again, and become as little children, you will by no means enter into the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever of you church, global church, whoever of you humble himself, As this little child, the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Just give you the word of God a big applause, please. Why did Jesus say, unless you're born again? Why did he use the womb? Somebody... A human being getting ready to come into this earth. And why did he say, unless you have a heart of a child like a child? Why, why, why? I think we're seeing it. They're humble. So it's good. What's your name? Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Powerful. Okay, Caleb the Great. You uh, don't have to fight. Run to get your diploma of champion that says you belong to the kingdom. You already have it. Just keep it, okay? Let's give him a hand. 
You've seen this before. The word of man. We speak words. We say things that sometimes don't count. And we promise things. And children are the first ones that can tell us. Yes, they promised me this. The teacher, my mother, my father, my grandfather. And they never did it. And we disillusioned them. We fill them with fear. We take faith away from them. Because to have faith, they have to see that we speak and comply with what we promise them. And the word of man usually can be destroyed easily. But the word of God, say the word of God. Word. Let's go. The word, the word. of God is dynamic, dynamic. Powerful. powerful, alive, alive. and sharper alive. than any two-edged sword. Hebrews 4:12. And the word of God will, palabra de Dios, word of God, Jesus will remain forever. Nobody will. Heaven and earth will pass away. But my word, Jesus, will never pass away. This is the Jesus we serve. We're finishing now. May the Lord and the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Christ, provoke you. In dreams, in visions, to see your part, your position. And thank you again for being part of this movement. The 018 generation is raising up with power. And we will confront Goliath, God's way, not man's way. Not with the armor of Saul. Not with the armor that may be the thing that the church is carrying on today. But we're going to. Confront Goliath with the supernatural, with the armor of God. So I want to call right now. For, please, can somebody give me a little uh, sound, music in the background? I just want to call real quick to everyone that is uh, 20 years under, uh, 20 years to 12 years old, to come here. The youth, please. The youth. Let's give the youth a hand, and the youth are coming now. You are the generation. You stand there, guys, for just a minute. We're going to take three minutes with you. Yeah, that would be good to make like a V. Look at me and look at them. Help them see your big smiles. Yay. And I'm going to close with this. Wow. Can we say wow? This is our generation. This is the generation that can revolutionize not only the world outside, but also the church inside. And if we ask you questions and you're honest, I'm sure we could hear a lot of things that we may not want to hear. But God wants to tell you today, will you take the challenge? Will you run the race that I have prepared for you to impact your generation will you lay aside any weight any sin any distraction that so easily makes you trip down and take hold of the commission 
that I have for you as a young generation. Each one of you is empowered with the Holy Spirit of God. And each one of you is being harassed by the enemy to, to weaken you and to separate you from your walk with God. But God says, I have deposited in you my Holy Spirit. And you know my voice. And today, I want to reaffirm and reassure in you that the high calling that I placed in you when you were in your mother's womb will come to pass. Regardless of where you are now, regardless of the things that only God and you know, God is going to use you. Because this is your day. Because we take authority as adults. And any evil lie that is trying to distract you. Will you take the challenge? Will you say, yes, Lord? That's all it needs to happen. Just close your eyes and we're going to pray. You, glory, your bright spot in life is your strength. That's why David stood up. That's why Gideon went. That's why Daniel did what he did. It's your strength. And the enemy has done everything to tie you down. To make you sit in the back. To make you be quiet. To make you moosey, 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 goosey thing. But this is it. We're going to break the junk over your life. And you're going to have the confidence in God. To stand up when you need to stand up. And if you have a word of God for the church. I am totally sure that pastor will identify with it. And he will allow you to share it. It's the time for your voice to be heard. It's your time to shine in and out of the church. Receive. Just receive right there. Holy Spirit. Let's just stretch our hands here, folks. Many of, many of you are parents. And some of these kids don't have a father. Let's be a father to them. Just the way we can speak to a little child life. Let's speak it to them. And Father, we just bless this young generation. Father, we thank you that at the sound of my voice, at the sound of the name of Jesus spoken with faith, believing we can declare that it is a fact and a reality that this young generation here at the church will take their place from now on in Jesus name I would like to say that none of them will go back to their old ways none of them will let that fearful spirit of intimidation rule over them in the name of Jesus you just let go of the trash just like you go with a piece of trash to the trash can you know what you have to let go and you just let go because you're going to shine remember John of Ark 17 year old girl running against the whole system to make sure that the king becomes the king. And here I see many of you are so. 
And in Jesus' name, I declare that this is your day. And I just dare to stake this stand in this moment by the authority of Christ Jesus. And put a stop on any evil lie. Because you're powerful. Because God's in you. And because this is your time to shine. This is your time to become. This is the time to speak out. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Each one of these young men and women has been picked by you for such a time as this. And they will fulfill the purposes that you have for them, for their generation. And we speak highly and we command to the angelical forces to take over and open up doors for those that are going to go into government, into ministry, into businesses. So that they can produce all the substance that's needed to move the gospel forward in the name of Jesus. 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 Okay, young people, just raise your hands. Raise your hand. Just put hands up. I, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm just seeing Joan of Arc here. I don't know why. I see her here. I see her in that horse running, forcefully getting a flag and taking over a nation. No fear. And it's not an emotional moment. It's the real word of God. The supernatural power of Christ Jesus in you. And let's just say this prayer. Repeat. I know you have a prayer. But we have a little time now. We went over our one minute, two minutes. And say, Lord. Lord. I surrender. All. To you. Use my life. To bring the change. That is needed. In my family, in my church, and in my nation. I am willing, and Lord, I am yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. As the pastor comes, I want one teenager to get another teenager. Put your hands on that teenager and speak a few words of life over her, over him. Come on. One, one to one. One to one. Get two. Hands over. Look at the eyes. And pastor, you can start going. Thank you. Speak life boldly. Get, each one gets one. 